on 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton, and it is just wonderful to have uh, the lady who started the Pretty Foundation. We're going to find out what that is with me as well, Marissa Forsyth. How are you, Marissa? Yeah, really good. Thank you for having me on. It's so good to have you in, and there's been quite a journey to get to the Pretty Foundation. So before we hear the journey, the 20-second the snapshot when someone says, what's the Pretty Foundation? What do you say? Pretty Foundation is all about building body confidence in young girls so that they don't grow up with body issues as they're older. Yeah. And what do you classify as young girls? What age group? Two to six years old, believe it or not. Wow. How about that, huh? Yes, it's crazy. And I think most of us would be saying, sorry, two to six, is that actually a thing? But it it is, is, right? It is absolutely a thing. So Australian research shows that 38% of four-year-old girls are not happy with their bodies. So it just shocked me when I first heard that. Um, now that I'm a parent as well, yeah. it just it scares me. So yeah, that's what Pretty Foundation are here for to build resi- resilience and stop these issues from happening. Yeah, we're going to talk a bit more about that as we go through and uh, how Pretty Foundation sort of started as we we get in there, and then I suppose what we all can do to be talking about, making sure we're discussing with our kids and those sorts of things. Let's dig into a bit of your journey first. Uh, you're was spending. A, fair bit of time in the world of marketing. Is that right? That is correct. I was trying to promote things that probably people didn't really need. And uh, <laughs> and now I'm kind of using it for the good, hopefully. So I was in marketing and uh, that was my corporate career and I loved it. It was yeah. it was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. How long were you in the marketing space? Oh gosh, it feels like forever ago. Maybe about 10 years. Yep. Um, yeah, 10 years of, of marketing and, and a few different jobs in between that in different industries. Yeah. So the story, I believe, goes that you, you're sort of driving to work one day and going, hold on, there was this moment that, that happened in your world. T- take us through that. Yeah. So I've always loved my jobs. And for some reason, I just suddenly started feeling like I wasn't loving my job anymore. And everything that the world would tell me is perfect about my role, I had. I was being well looked after. I had the opportunity to travel the world. And I just wasn't feeling it. And so I was driving into work and I'm a little bit dramatic at times, Clayton. So (laughs) I'm going, what am I doing with my life? And I say this desperate prayer and it was in sec within seconds that I get the answer. And it was like, you need to start a campaign that's going to help women understand that their value is in who they are, not what they look like. Mm. And the campaign idea was for girls to go makeup free for a day, which is nothing wrong with makeup, but it actually is quite difficult for some women. And it was an opportunity to stop and reflect on where we find our value. So I went in, I quit my job and, um, and started the campaign and it was, yeah, it was really successful. And, um, we raised a whole bunch of funds for women, uh, women's programs around body image and even in high schools. Um, but yeah, after a couple of years, Clayton, I just thought to myself, are we actually turning the dial? Are we making an impact in this area? And it was at that point that I had to take a step back and recognize that this issue was getting worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, and so essentially, I looked at what was in the Australian market. There were programs for women, teenage girls, and even in primary school with regards to body image, but literally nothing in early childhood. And as I said before, 38% of four-year-old girls are not happy with their bodies. We need to start early. Yeah. And so that's how Pretty Foundation was born, really. Incredible. I, I, what I, I love about your story, Marissa, which is highly inspiring to me, is this uh, idea of saying, look, there's a moment and you went, right, I'm just going to do it. Um, and then you challenge yourself again when something that was successful and, and doing well and, and you know causing awareness, you said, hold on, is there something deeper that we can actually go into? Um, you know, as 
you say to most people, look, you know, this stat you, you, you're saying about young girls, I'm guessing most people do what I do. What? No way. That can't be the case. Um, as you've explored this more and more, have you come to an answer of why girls are thinking like this? Um, we, we've talked a lot, I suppose, about the teen girls and maybe it's the magazines or the TV shows or whatever they're, they're watching. Um, do we know why young girls are thinking like this too? Yeah, so I guess I'll start probably with the influences on little girls. So major influences are parents, particularly a mum, you know, in terms of even um, their friends, their peers, and also media. So you think, oh, well, they're not on social media, but they're interacting with books and toys and watching TV. And there's a lot of subtle messages around how their body should look like. So they're getting all these messages every single day. And, um, you know, and, and I think as parents, we don't realize that all these subtle messages at some stage are going to impact them, whether it be in early childhood or whether they start to see the signs as they become teenagers. But by that stage, it's it's fairly ingrained and it's more difficult to change. So I think, you know, it's really important to recognize those major influences and, and try to ensure that they see variety of bodies and those sorts of things rather than actually kind of going, I'll oh, deal with it when the issue is massive. Yeah, yeah. It's the old sort of adage, isn't it? I know probably can't get it right exactly but you know give it give me a child until they're seven and then I'll, I'll give you the person that they're <laughs> yeah. going to become and, yeah. and I suppose that's the aspect of it um in terms of how we actually portray that I part of me says well you know if the biggest influences in this world is going to be their parents those around them um now whether that's from media books or what they're watching the parents are having to allow that to occur so it's the adults around them that ultimately are the, the controlling sort of aspect there is there an, a take that says, how do we actually speak into the adult's world to help the, the kids' world? Is that something you've sort of had to mull through and look at through? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I said, mums play a significant influence. So do dads, and that's really important. But a mum's body image is, is crucial. And so Dub did some research into this, and they did a test where they had mums in a room and girls in a room, and they asked them, you know, what do you love about your bodies and what things that you'd not really like so much about them. And the mum said, oh, you know, I love this, this and this, but I hate my fat thighs or I hate this and I hate that. And the little girls who might have had a completely different body would say exactly the same things about their body that they didn't like. Mm. So that that relationship between a mother and a daughter is really important. And so uh, we try to give tips and hints about building body confidence in young girls, but we say you're also a role model and it needs to start with you as a mother. So that in, I think that's really important, um, Clayton, to ensure that, um, mums work on their body image and get that right as well so that they can show their little girl how uh, important it is to really value your body and, and who you are. Yeah. We're going to talk uh, in a couple of minutes' time when we come back from the song about a, a, a fantastic series of books that you guys have put out. We are going to get to, to that and talk a bit more through that as well. The question I want to ask before we even get to the song, though, is has there been any pushback around this that, hey, look, it's not it's not not right to be even trying to chat the fact that we're talking to them about this is going to cause problems have you had any pushback from anybody or is everyone pretty much supportive of it yeah probably not so much pushback but just shock yeah uh and then when parents hear the statistic and then they start listening out for it they go oh my goodness my daughter is saying i don't want to wear this i don't like the way i look i don't like blah 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 and it's something that they kind of recognize after they've heard those you know shocking statistics um, and then they want to take action. But it really is about generating awareness about that statistic and about, you know, the fact that it starts early. Yeah. 
Marissa Forsyth, uh, the person and now leading a team behind the Pretty Foundation is with me. And we're going to be back with her in a couple of minutes' time as we talk through uh, this book series of Charlie's Tales and the impact that they are having uh, in this specific age group. It's fascinating and awesome, isn't it? Back with Marissa in a couple of minutes' time here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton. Marissa Forsyth is my guest. She's uh, in the studio with us uh, from the Pretty Foundation. We've been hearing how she started that. And uh, I'm assuming now you've got a, a reasonable amount of people who are supportive of what's going on. And, uh, you know, I'm guessing a lot of mums, but also people working with you in the Pretty Foundation. Yeah, that's correct. It sometimes shocks me that so many people I bump in, you know, into this, on the street know about Pretty Foundation and kind of go, wow, you know, there's no one else that exists like you guys. I just wish you were around when I was a little girl. So it's really encouraging to hear that and to see that we actually are making an impact. Yeah. We've focused um, primarily on little girls. Is there an area that it's valuable for little boys to be talking about body image and those sorts of things too? Yeah, absolutely. So Pretty Foundation is actually for little girls. And the reason we focus on little girls is we want to look at body image when it comes to, you know, female mental health with a separate lens. And because it's such a big issue for girls, we go, if we can just focus on that and take a small bite out of that, we're doing well. In saying that, the issue is there for boys as well. Uh, Not as much, but it certainly is growing. So we very much tell parents, jump on the website if you have a little boy as well. Download the resources. Start using them too. Um, And even even the children's book series and the other resources that we have, utilize them. They're fantastic for boys too. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the the book series. In fact, the latest one has just come out as well, which is pretty cool. Um, So maybe for someone who doesn't know about it, uh, tell us what what is Charlie's Tales and, and the reason behind that. Yeah, so Charlie's Tales is a book series and it came about because, you know, parents would say, how do I talk to my little girl about body image? I mean, she's three. How do I do this? And we thought, well, you know, kids are engaging with books and toys and things on TV. Why don't we create what we like to call edutainment, education through entertainment? And so essentially we use storytelling through the Charlie's Tales book series to talk about these key messages about, you know, that we're all unique in our bodies, that, uh, you know, it's what's on the inside that counts, that our bodies are a vehicle for life and all these sorts of messages, but it's in the form of a story. So a parent can easily read it and, you know, talk to them about what the main messages were of the stories. And each book comes with parents' resources, educators' kits, questions and answers, you know, uh, children's activity sheets, heaps of things to do with them. So it's really fun for parents and kids to engage with them. Yeah. Um, what are some of the tips to start those conversations? Obviously, to have a resource like this is, is a great one. Are there specific questions, better questions to make sure that as we, if you know, we, we're driving along and perhaps something crops up and we think, oh, this is a good moment to, to have the conversation. Are there, are there better ways to talk to our kids about body image as well? Yeah, I think one of the key things is actually role modeling. So it's what you actually say about your own body is key. So often we can go, okay, I need to teach my daughter about this, 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 and this. And we get caught up with that. And we go on the side, we're going, oh, I don't like my tummy. You know, after having kids, I feel like it's a bit bigger and, you know, those sorts of things. And you go, okay, wait a second. If I can change my language to be really uplifting of my own body and and seeing it as a vehicle for life, that's going to be really key. And then there are really proactive things that you can do. So you can talk to your child about, you know, their skills, their abilities, focus on the things that aren't appearance-based. 
So most most people will say to a little girl, oh, you look so pretty in that dress, and, and to a boy, look how strong you are and look how intelligent you are and look what you can achieve um, and forget that actually little girls can achieve too and yeah. they've got brilliant minds and they have skills and abilities and it's not about the way they look. Yeah. Um, and Clayton, people always say to me all the time, oh, so I can't tell my daughter she's beautiful or pretty? I go, no, that's not quite the case. But if someone gives a little girl a compliment uh, about her appearance, give 100 other compliments yeah. about non-appearance-based things yeah and that's kind of what we would say yeah that's good um i have no idea if i've been doing this well or not but ever since my girls have been uh you know it really really little it's always been hey you are so beautiful on the inside and you're beautiful on the outside like they've always gone together we never separate them out um as part of what it is now i'm not sure if i'm doing Fantastic. well or not, you are doing it, a it great job like Clayton. <laughs> i was like well, i was a little bit encouraged when you said that that was good um Marissa, you also said, hey, you know, obviously this has been a passion, it's been a moment, you threw up that prayer, what's going on? And you've, you've found yourself in this situation where you're, you're having huge impact now. But you said, hey, I'm a mum now too. How have you gone as you've gone through it? Have you stumbled, fallen? I'm guessing we all do that, but then we learn and grow. What's your experience been like? Yeah, well, I'm actually a new mama, So I have a um, an 11-month-year-old, so she's still very young. Yeah. Um, but I look at, you know, I look at little girls growing up and I go, oh, it just scares me sometimes to think, you know, at three, four and five, my daughter could be saying horrible things about her body. And so for me, it's just, you know, instilling in our household and my husband as well, ensuring that we don't use certain words in the house, like the F word being fat. Yes. Um, or that, you know, we, that my husband says want wonderful things about me that aren't appearance based all the time, that yeah, it's, you know, right. you're, you're fantastic at organizing this, or, you know, you're so creative or those sorts of things that. Uh, he's going to or she's going to hear about me that my That's husband right. says. So it's just really about doing that really early and getting into the habit of doing it. So when she's three, four and five and starting to understand that it just comes naturally to us as parents. Yeah. And I think what, what a great tip, right? Like, okay, maybe I don't have kids yet or maybe they're, they're really young. Actually, we can practice as exactly. parents on doing that. And frankly, just generally, that's a, that's great advice in, in, you know, for relationships or Overall, right? Let's Absolutely. talk about who we are rather than the, the way we look. Absolutely. Yeah. You got it spot on, Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've got some key messages uh, over you. Because, there yes, you. <laughs> you, you, you I, I'm speaking them back out. It's good. Marissa, one of the things I, I loved, and I've read it on your website as well, and you mentioned it a couple of moments ago, is that our, our bodies are sort of this vehicle for life, this sort of mentality. And I thought that was a great shift as well, that um, we're not talking about our, our bodies as things to hang clothes on or whatever else it might be, but actually let's talk about our bodies as the vehicles to allow ourselves to live our best life as we go through it and i thought that was an interesting perhaps we might go oh yeah of course i know that but we might not think like that all the time mm, absolutely so i think people tend to forget when they talk about body image they go oh it's all about inner beauty inner beauty and don't get me wrong it's important to teach young children that you know it's what the it's on the inside that counts but we can't also forget that actually it's you know what we've got on the outside we've only got one body we need to care for it. We need to look after it. And in fact, actually, that's what this new book is all about. It's about self-care. Excellent. It's recognizing that our bodies are precious. It's a vehicle. They're vehicles for life. They allow us to achieve our dreams. You know, we can do incredible things with our bodies. So we need to actually care for them. We need to listen to them. You know, for a little child, it's like, when are you hungry? When are you tired? When are you... Those sorts of things. And as they get older, they learn to even recognize things like feelings, when am I anxious, when am I, you know, those sorts of things, and then to care for them in the way that's going to help that emotion. Yeah, excellent. Um, so that's the, the focus of the, this last book. What are the other books focused on too? Yeah, so there's, there's four, of the, um, four of the other books. Uh, so one of them we um, worked in 
with AFLW clubs and we've done a book on football and it's actually about the fact that girls' bodies are amazing. So they can do incredible things like play sports like football, which isn't traditionally a girl's sport. Yep. Um, so showing girls they can do anything with their bodies really. Uh, another book is on a like fire dragons, <laughs> so it's a little bit crazy, but it's all about how our bodies are unique, um, uh, you know, sometimes similar in some ways, but also different and about celebrating those differences and similarities. Um, and the other, some of the other books are around, um, yeah, again, the unique message comes out in the first book um, that, you know, I think the character is Ruby's like, I'm so short, I don't like being short. And by the end, she goes, well, actually being you know, smaller can help me achieve different things with my body. So, you know, messages like that about uniqueness, about our internal um, character, skills and ability, those are the main kind of messages that come out across the series. Awesome. Um, Before we go, we better let people know, hey, if they want to get a hold of these books or perhaps they just want to connect into the foundation, you said there's a whole lot of things on the website as well for people to use and utilize. How how do they do that? Yeah, so jump onto prettyfoundation.org. So if you jump on there, you can grab the book for ten dollars, uh, which is which is a bargain. Um, and uh, there's you know other bits and pieces on the website. Download the resources; they're there for free for parents, for educators. Um, do the activities with your children. Marissa, thank you so much for firstly the work that you're doing. Thanks for coming in today as well and inspiring us and and challenging us to think and uh, talk with our kids, but also with ourselves differently. Thanks again for the work you're doing. Thank you very much. Marissa Forsyth, my guest here on 89.9 The Light from the Pretty Foundation.